0: You're listening to Today in Church History, a place we're reminded that history is truly his story. History is the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. I hope you enjoy listening to these episodes of Today in Church History. Their purpose is to ignite a passion for God's truth one historical event at a time. Today is Friday. March 1st, 2019. But on this day in history, March 1st, 1546, George Wishart, the great Reformation preacher, was executed at St. Andrew's Castle in Scotland. Wishart's protege was the more well-known John Knox. In fact, Knox was such an ardent disciple of Wishart that he served as his bodyguard, carrying a sword as a weapon of defense. Knox is known as the father of Scotland's Presbyterians, but it was Wishart who was instrumental in shaping Knox into the great reformer he became. As he followed Wishart around to his different preaching venues, a life literally lived on the run from those trying to kill Wishart. Wishart narrowly escaped several attempts on his life. One time, he was approached by a priest with a dagger attempting to kill him. The priest was sent by Cardinal David Beaton. When Wishart, who did not have Knox as a bodyguard just yet, saw the priest, he took the dagger and then actually defended the priest from the angry crowd who had turned against this priest who came to kill Wishart. But shortly after this, Wishart was arrested in Edinburgh, and on March 1, 1546, after being held as a prisoner in the castle at St. Andrews, he was tried on charges of heresy and burnt at the stake outside the castle. During his trial, he simply quoted scripture over and over again. Such answers, however, were not good enough for his ecclesiastical questioners. This faithful Protestant reformer is yet another example of a man who had committed no crimes and was guilty of no heresies. So why was his life sought out? Why was he so hated by the Roman Catholic Church? Well, he wasn't always hated. Born in Scotland in 1513, he was known for being tall, with black hair and a long beard. He was educated in France, a very smart young man, and later became a priest. By 1538, he ended up back in Scotland, Montrose to be exact, where he began teaching Greek. This is where things heated up. Why was it so controversial for him to teach Greek? Well, because he was teaching his students how to read the Bible for themselves, something the Roman Catholic Church looked down upon. In fact, when a nearby bishop heard that Wishart was teaching his students how to read the Bible in the original Greek, he was furious, so furious, in fact, that Wishart had to flee to Bristol, where he again got in trouble for preaching God's Word. He then spent the next three years in Switzerland and Germany. It was during his time in Switzerland that he was able to meet up with John Calvin, who strengthened his theology. And by 1542, he was teaching at Cambridge University at the young age of 29. But Wishart just couldn't stop preaching. He couldn't stop standing up for the truths of God's word, no matter how risky it might have been. So in 1543, only a year after beginning his teaching tenure at Cambridge University, Wishart ended back up in his native Scotland, where he preached in Montrose, Dundee, and other places. When he wasn't allowed to preach in church buildings, he preached in fields. They could move his venue, but not his convictions. In fact, when a plague broke out in Dundee and people fled the city in the year 1545, Wishart was going into the city. He began preaching while simultaneously caring for the sick that were in that city. He told people that they had a worse disease than the plague. It was called sin, and that only the salvation balm of Jesus Christ could heal them. There were even reports of him giving his clothes away and his bedsheets to the poor people. We see something in Wishart that is winsome, something that is biblical. We see a man who, like Christ, was a bold preacher, refusing to back down no matter how fierce the foe. He refused to back down from preaching the purity of God's word. And we also see a gentle man, a loving man a caring man, a genuine man. In fact, when Knox pleaded to go with him to his trial and execution, Wishart told him, no, one is sufficient for sacrifice. Wishart literally preached until his last dying breath. As the soldiers led him to his place of execution, some poor beggars asked Wishart for alms as he passed by. Indicating his willingness if he could, Wishart reportedly responded by saying that his hands were tied up and he was therefore unable to help them. Then as the fire was lit... And sacks of gunpowder surrounded him. Wishart knelt to ask God for mercy, not only for himself, but also forgiveness for his persecutors. The executioner was so moved by this that he begged Wishart for forgiveness for his part in his death. Wishart forgave him, as you could imagine. Then turning to the crowd, he preached one final sermon. He said, and I quote, "'Had I taught men's doctrine, "'I had gotten great thanks by men, "'but for the word's sake and the true gospel,' Which was given to me by the grace of God, I suffer this day by men, not sorrowfully, but with a glad heart and mind. Quote. The lesson to take from the bold preaching and gracious spirit of George Wishart is that strong convictions and bold preaching can be accompanied with grace and love. In a world full of fits of anger and hatred, Christians ought to reflect the love of Christ. This will not involve, cannot involve, indeed must not involve compromising truth. We need more men who faithfully preach the purity of the gospel and God's unvarnished truth without fear of man. The most loving thing we can do is to tell others the truth. We must do so graciously, but we must also do so convictionally, fervently, and boldly as well. John Knox writes in glowing terms about the last few months of Wishart's life his mentor. You get the sense that Wishart took Paul's words seriously when Paul told Timothy that what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. The legacy of Wishart is also the legacy of John Knox, who led the great reformation in Scotland. Far from being guilty of heresies, Wishart stood up for God's truth. He railed against the foolishness of free will doctrine and stood against the doctrine of transubstantiation. He refused to admit that confession to a priest was a sacrament. He insisted that the true church was where God's word was faithfully preached. And because of this, he was martyred. He died at the young age of 33, the same roundabout age of the Lord Jesus Christ when he was crucified. May we learn from the faithfulness of George Wishart. May we, like Wishart, remember that only if we teach man's doctrine, that is, what man wants to hear in the tickling of his ears, will we receive thanks from man. Instead, let us be intent to hear, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, from our Master, as we speak forth God's truth boldly and for his glory. History is truly his story. It's the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Today in Church History. You can access more episodes of Today in Church History as well as various articles I've written by visiting my website, www.heartaflame.org. Also, feel free to look for me on Twitter and Facebook for updates. You can also subscribe to my podcast via Apple iTunes. Until next time, I'm your host, Andrew Smith.